0: The Spin Off Podcast Network. Tired of diesel buses? Want more cycle lanes? Or bus lanes? Which projects do you want Auckland Transport to work on first? They need your opinion. So head to haveyoursay.at.govt.nz forward slash RLTP to do just that. Consultation closes on 17 June. Get in quick.
1: Look at my new phone case. Guys, sorry, just look at this cool phone case I got in Hong Kong. Whoa. It's nice. chips on it. It's got all yeah. bags of chips on it. Isn't that yeah. good?
0: Isn't it? So when you're hungry, you're just...
1: Little tiny chippy.
2: I am hungry too.
0: I'm so, I'm so hungry. I'm so
2: sad about chippy. Anyway.
0: You're that's so true. sad about chippy?
2: He did such a sad,
0: Yeah, he But he's got a happy to-
2: Tony now, so that's yeah, good. Okay, yeah. anyway. Tony, tiny, tiny. welcome to The Real Pod, it is the return of the Great Three Alliance, Unbreakable. Unbreakable, they go, they come back, we're all here. If? No, I wouldn't be on a team with you. I wouldn't have been in Alliance with you. You You're too scary. uh, I
0: feel like if it was the three of us in the finale of Treasure Island, you two would do an Alliance against me.
2: We'd have to because mm. you're like F45 or whatever, CrossFit in the mornings. You yeah, know? but I
0: couldn't I couldn't do a puzzle. You're not
2: making it to the finale. You've yeah. got a flight to catch. You've
1: got a <laughs> meeting to go to. <laughs> no,
0: Nikki was like um, hassling me last night when I was sort of doing – Idly contemplating being on either Celebrity Treasure Island or alone, and um, and she's like, "You like lasagna and TV too much, like like basically human Garfield." But um, it's true, it's true. <laughs> I I think I would love those shows, and then I'm just like, absolutely not. You would struggle. I'm actually
1: toying with guys on my in my inbox. An offer to go to Outward Bound. What do we think? Yes.
0: Oh, 100%, yeah. Well, as your agent... What if I
2: change so much, though, so that I lose my personality? This is oh, what I'm afraid of. No, you will, but only for, like, um, three days. Like, you'll come back and you'll be like, I'm changing my entire... I'm at one with nature now, and then and then you'll walk past a, a, a shopper and get a pie, and it'll be all over, you know? It, it I have heard of people going to Outward Bound and
1: coming back and like singing songs to a group of people unprovoked. I don't want that on my conscience. I, I,
0: I also think you'll be like <laughs> running for to be a member of parliament. Um, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm tired. Well. I
1: don't want to. That's what I'm afraid of. I
2: want to unlock my full it.
0: potential. I'm I mean, exhausted. Well, have you seen your full potential? It's fucking huge, mate.
2: Alex, come on, let, Let's. Can we just? We, we can't ignore the Loch Ness monster in the room. Yeah. Alex has been away.
0: And she's back. And she's Hi. back. Hi. Yeah. Thrills. Tell Trails. us all
2: the things. So, who did you see?
0: How did you get to the airport? Just start from there.
1: <laughs> um, I, I, I don't even know where to start. Well, I can tell you. I made a list of every celebrity I saw, which is actually quite a good like, sums up the trip quite nicely. Um, so the first port of call was uh, a place close to your heart, uh, Jane Yee, uh the city of angels, Los Angeles, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> where I believe someone has lived. Maybe you. <laughs> I did, actually.
2: I forgot oh, that. But now sure. that you remind me, crazy. it does ring a bell. Yeah.
1: It was crazy what she did. It was crazy what she did over there. So I saw... I went to uh, UCB to see some improv comedy. Not as bad as you might think. And uh, outside, who walked past me but Patty Harrison, who was not in the show but was just breezing past. Comedy legend. You're both clearly on the pulse of yes. comedy. And you know <laughs> yeah. Patty Harrison yeah. Yeah. is like yeah. one of the essential comedians Dude. of the moment. Yes. Yeah, she, she features is. in She features in. I Think You Should she. Leave. Yeah, Yeah. Uh famous for well, which, which one Santa, is she? On? I think you should have. Sand brought the printer early. She's the one who features in like the apprentice style spoof of getting oh, sewn into the big pants of oh, the Charlie. Oh, Brown. she's like my
0: favourite one. She's like completely she's in psychotic. She steals, st- steals every scene.
1: Steals every scene. And she stole the street because she walked past us, so she was holding a very big present, and I was like, Joe's Patty Harrison. So that was that we were off with a blinder there immediately. That was like an iconic. Iconic person to see. Then at LAX, I saw Ray right from Girls oh! eating a little panini.
0: Oh.
1: Eating a little panini. And I thought that was like another great person to see. Like quite niche, panini? but very distinctive.
0: A little eh? panini. No, just let's just I just want to drill down. I want to double click on the panini. <coughs> Is it a little panini like colloquially, or was it a small because I've never seen a small well, panini.
1: I would say he was like nearing the end of it. So perhaps I was a little bit it. perhaps it was an enormous panini that had taken him hours to get through and I had <laughs> just come in at That'd the very so end. Right. Like I don't know, that would be so right. I did work in a coffee shop, of course, knows his paninis well.
2: Um, did you manage to see was what was uh, what was in the panini?
1: I didn't. I did take an extraordinarily blurry photo of him though. So <laughs> put that in the, put on the Discord.
0: <laughs> 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 That's what the people paid for it came for.
1: Okay. So London, foggy, imagine foggy London yeah. town. Yeah. I walk out of what they call a restaurant over there. Mm, Who do wow. I see? But former spin off social media manager Bianca and live from shit you should care about. Whoa. Incredible. Yes. What are the odds? What the are odds the odds? Are really a city long. of what? 7,000 million people? <laughs> <laughs> they bump into me on the street. Amazing. That is Incredible. wild. You have a real talent for this. Yeah. Thank you. I okay. think it's because I've been buying a lot of magnets on this trip, a lot of souvenir <laughs> magnets, and I think it's had some kind of effect. I was actually scared about taking so many magnets on the plane. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know what this does. I don't know what this does to the chemistry. Like it could Besides. actually
2: pull the plane towards some sort of, like the the, the, the San Francisco Bridge or something, you know? Exactly. A meter or pull it
1: up. I don't know.
2: I'm oh, not- god, The San
0: Francisco Bridge, as they call it. <laughs> <laughs> As it's known. I
2: forgot its name (laughs) in a brain fart. The Golden Gate
0: Bridge. Golden Gate Bridge.
1: Okay, so here's another crazy one. We're back in foggy London. I go to what they call a football game.
2: All right, (laughs) Governor. To see the
1: Queen's... All right, Governor, uh, to see Queen's Park rangers play. Who is sitting at the end of our row but Sir John Kirwan? What? <laughs> you can't. I uh, that, no.
0: <laughs> that is a real rando one, even more so than How our... crazy
1: is that? And I, like, I went to go and um, I used the facilities. You know, they have those over there too. Actually, just a side note. The, the throne. Sorry to keep. Sorry to keep going on about the United Kingdom, but every toilet there, free sanitary products for everybody, and it says take whatever you need, even at a bloody football game. Respect to that. Came back, John Kerwin sitting there, told everybody. Joe went and got a selfie with him, was very excited. I chose to instead kind of like bow, (laughs) just sort of like bow like a geisha and say, so nice to see you again. (laughs) Like we have some kind of of relationship. But this weird, like, reverence that I feel like, I guess, yes, he is a sir. And you know what? I really respect him. You know, I didn't, I never yeah. really thought about John Kerwin until he was sitting at the end of my row there and his fabulous glasses, custom made in Milan, of course. <laughs> um, and again, just an incredible, incredible sighting. But we're not done yet. So my next stop was Paris. And I noticed on arrival into Paris, everything was different. The streets were all, like, barricaded off. L'Arc de Triomphe, as they call it, was shut down. <laughs> <laughs> I, being a stupid ass, was like, they must be filming a movie. <laughs> and I was like, and that movie could only be James Bond because there was a giant uh, a giant Union Jack hanging down from the Arc de Triomphe. Of course, it wasn't James Bond. King Charles was in town. <laughs>
2: I mean, he is. No, he's not. Yeah. I was going to say he is the James Bond of, but he's not the James Bond of anything, is he? No. No, sad. But hey, so did you see him? Well,
0: he's sort of the Johnny English.
1: He is Johnny English. <laughs> um, I wanted to wait to see him, but Joe said, we've only got two and a half days in Paris. I'm not spending three hours waiting to catch a glimpse of King Charles. And I was like, ooh, whatever. He's the biggest celebrity there is. But then I was like, yeah, okay, maybe monarch's not good, whatever. And we'd had a holiday. But when we were at the very top of the Eiffel Tower, looked down and we saw his, like, cavalcade go past, including the royal... King Charles' mobile. So, in a sense, I saw King Charles. You did, you did.
0: <laughs> so that's number one. <laughs> you can't in you a can't, car. can't say bigger than that.
1: I mean, that was it. Yeah, it would have it would have been a waste of time. Also, but your holiday
2: is not on. your holiday is not over yet. It's right? not over yet. Where, um, else,
1: where else did you go? Well, we went. We came back to London. and We actually went to Liverpool for a few days, which was terrific. And saw the Beatles our hotel. Saw the Beatles had got Beatlemania so deeply, and still have not managed to shake it. Really bad case. <laughs> oh
3: um, no! I love the Are Beatles. Are you in quarantine? <laughs>
1: Help her if we can. Club. I was at the Kevin Club. I was boogieing. We did the Magical Mystery Bus Tour. We oh, it was just it was an outstanding experience. But across the road from our hotel, Martin Freeman was filming season two of The Responder. Terrific cop drama on TVNZ, if you have watched it. Is it? Um, didn't get to spot him, but I knew that he was there, and that was kind of like a good energy to have, you know? Like, another person I respect very deeply.
0: Really? Um, I heard that he's a grumpy man.
1: No. Really?
0: really? Oh, yeah, really grumpy. Who
1: told you that? Who told
0: you that? Well, I found a uh, story on the internet about him.
1: <gasps> mm. so Tim Canterbury, a dr- grumpy man. Very upsetting. Um well look, I didn't get to confirm that because he didn't come out of the building and I could not get in,
2: unfortunately. Classic grump. Classic um, grump yeah, it was pretty grumpy behavior.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a bit of a there was a bit of a lull, you know, I would say for a couple of weeks. And then I got home and I set foot off the plane. And as is my tradition now when I arrive at Auckland Airport, There was a real housewife of Auckland (laughs) (laughs) waiting for me. (laughs) The last time it was Louise Wallace. This time it was little Angie Stone. Oh, little Marshmallow. Yay. Little Marshmallow Angie Stone, who we love. Um, She actually ended up being on my flight to Christchurch, which was a very bumpy one coming in, very windy. We were delayed on the runway for about an hour because they were too scared to go because they didn't think we could land. And um, i just love to know. How she felt about the flight. Unfortunately, she was sitting right at the front, and I was right at the back, as <laughs> is the way the That's way of
2: water. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when we rang her late night, old real pod days? Oh. We used to record at Duncan's house, like after watching a show, It was like eleven o'clock at night. And her phone there was a mobile number on his site, and we just rang it. And Anna, did she answer? Someone answered. It wasn't her, and That's it wasn't right. Leah because Leah had since gone back to France, presumably to wait in line to see the king. And wow. yeah, someone answered.
0: Oh, it was, it was oh, we were so plucky, weren't we? We were, we were. I mean, there was that time because I, I wasn't I driving around a Real Housewife of Melbourne, and then we went to one of their book launches.
2: No, 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 that was Tracy Jewell from Tracy Joel. <laughs> right. But we did do we did Jewel. do Real Housewives of Sydney. Uh, we had lunch with them at.
0: That was actually really good. At I, we, we used incredible. to get invited to lunch with, like... What happened? Yeah. Well, we don't, I don't know. I think that the budget's I too small know. to avoid l- l- lunches for the real part whole bar anymore.
2: Hey, that's really cool.
0: Really good, really good. Did anything else happen? Did but anything I else happen? I mean, well, you did not spoke tiny... to us... We
2: haven't spoken to us about the, the Loch Ness monster who was actually the one celebrity you were hoping to see.
0: But did anything else happen at Loch Ness?
1: Well, there was a small thing that happened at Loch Ness. So we did go... To try and spot the monster, my fourth or fifth time back at the loch. Mm. Um, Nessie did not show up, but uh, I did actually get married! Oh. Yay! Ooh. John, Lemon, and
2: I <laughs> eloped. Oh. <laughs> no one tell Nessa. No oh. one tell Nessa. Should
0: NASA. we call him? A, and we get a live reaction uh. on the pod. <laughs>
1: No (laughs) No one tell Hayden from Maths who famously proposed to both me and Jane at the same time. So I guess that means it's Um, me now. (laughs) Someone's got to do it. The ring is still there. Is the ring still there, by the way? I wake up literally like a few times a week worrying about where the Real Pod Museum is.
3: The Real
2: Pod Museum is in a box in a cupboard. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Well, it doesn't belong, and we know where I it is. I feel like
0: everything at the spin off is always in danger of being thrown out in, mm. in like one of the thrice weekly clear outs that we have.
1: And it does have like a rotting Tupperware full of icing in it that if <laughs> anyone found out about, they would be like, that is a
0: biohazard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, you Larissa um, from
2: Bake Off, for that, by the way.
0: Shit, Alex, that's pretty amazing. It is
2: amazing. I mean, sad about Nessie, but good that you've got good memories there now. It was fantastic. And we didn't see Nessie, but we did see, so we got
1: married at Inverness Townhouse, which was very beautiful, and then we got our photos taken down at the Loch. And one of the little secret lesser-known shores we went to um, is actually the home of the Nessie hunter, who's famous, if if you're familiar with Loch Ness lore. He's lived in a caravan on the shores for about 40 years.
3: Wow. Only
1: Only seen her or something once. Um, in that time but still determined, still remains so when I found out that it was there I was making a lot of noise outside his caravan because I was very excited and he came out and he was eating a pizza and looked quite pissed off and I was like Nessie Hunter we just got married and he went Oh I just
0: shut the door and just went back to his pizza. Perfect. I
2: think if you're gonna be a Nissy Hunter and be famous for that and be at a location where people can find you, you just have to expect that the Alex Casey's and John Lemons of this world are gonna come and shout outside your caravan window from time to time. You can't be a dick about it.
1: he what? just only wants Nessie. It's Nessie or nothing. How's you he
0: know, paying don't...
2: for that pizza?
0: When I'm eating he pizza. He makes
2: little trinkets out of clay. Well, <laughs> then he needs them. people like you. Did you buy one? Yeah, this is true. <laughs> it was a stupid um,
1: question. Actually, actually, I actually didn't because I thought <gasps> they were, they looked too much like a worm. Like it didn't look like Nessie. It looked like, it looked like a worm.
2: Oh, my oh, God. What's it also, like I the thought...
0: one person who's actually seen Nessie, <laughs> Did a Nessie thing in your eye doesn't look like Nessie. You, someone who hasn't seen Nessie. <laughs> Hashtag I mean,
1: not on. my Nessie. It was not my <laughs> Nessie. It was a worm. And it was 10
0: pounds. Come on. Yeah, that's a, that's an absolute ripoff. But it cost a living crisis.
2: So you just returned <laughs> on Saturday. We're recording this on a Monday. And uh, you're probably still a bit jet lagged. But still, bit, you yeah. did the Mahi for pod. You watched three episodes of Celebrity Treasure Island back to back on double speed. Presumably oh absorbed, gosh. just nothing at all. Um, so Not a lot. Sh- shall we do some reality check and, and talk about it?
0: Aye. Aye. Let's go. Aye. <laughs>
2: I'm disgusted at how much you have copied my husband.
3: <laughs> Reality
0: check. Can I just say, I think this is, and I know that this will be upsetting for you, Jane. No, I, I, I
2: think, don't want to hear it. I know I, what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. This favorite. is the best season of CTI ever. I think it <laughs> is. Even when one of my closest friends wow. for decades and decades was on the island and I was so excited for be Still not as good as this.
0: I just think it's really good.
2: It is really good. It is really good. And
0: especially given, I think, you you had helpfully calibrated my expectations down to almost nil based on your reaction to the trailer. And I was like, Jane knows what's going on. If she thinks it's bung, it's bung. Oh, no. And I it's had, not bloody bung. I had it's no
2: idea. I had no idea what I was on about.
0: Yeah, Never crazy. listened to me.
2: I will
1: say, crazy whiplash to go from week one, which we did, <laughs> Jane, we recorded, we did. crashing into this, and seeing everyone is just like, Wurzel gummage Like <laughs> looks crazy
3: <laughs> L- Another Monster UK man.
1: reference there <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gone full worm Everyone's so hungry And grumpy And just crying Oh, yeah. I mean oh. I've missed a lot I've missed a lot So there's you a lot have. to catch up on But I was very excited to get stuck back into this
2: Do you have any questions for us Because we're we like the Nessie man At the side of the lake uh, But That's it's right. it's just a different lake so we can, yeah. we can answer um, any of your questions.
1: Well, I did try and keep sort of abreast of what was going on. My dad also could not stop updating me um,
2: Don't please
3: <laughs>
1: throughout the entirety of the trip. Uh, I want to know what Mary Lambie, like, said when she went seemingly, like, psycho at the end when she got eliminated.
2: Fuck you, you fucking fucker, is what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and that was towards... Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Who's now gone. Jordan's gone. Oh, yeah, he's gone. And, and okay. an amazing, like, him and uh, Nick. Nick did this insane. Like,
0: over two hours on a, endurance. an endurance. Like, the most psychotic. Uh,
1: Jesus pose. Oh, look, Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just another celebrity signing. I did actually see a fragment of uh, Jesus's cross in Ireland as well. So just, Whoa. whatever. Who
0: cares? Who cares?
2: I don't That's care. That's the only one whatever. who
0: outrights okay. King Charles. Okay, okay, okay.
2: <laughs> wee, wee, wee. Okay. so Okay. So Nick, so Jordan and Nick did this insane endurance challenge where they're holding onto two bits of rope, standing on these two tiny little peggy things, and they just were there for like two and a half hours. Everyone was very tired and hungry and cold at this point. And then they get off. Jordan Jordan loses, but Eli pulls out a mercy card, which Jordan knows he's got, right? And then, so Jordan's like gone from, I've lost, I'm back in the game, and then Blair stands up and Uno reverses that shit and was like, nah, you're going home. He had, he had a reverse
0: card. Wow. It was one of the most shocking scenes on Celebrity Treasure Island, that yeah. I can recall. So just it was Blair, it was,
2: Blair was cool? Like Blair yes. was a good... So Blair, Blair was a
0: legend. Was
2: so, like, honestly, hilarious. You would love him. All into Aliens, the works. Just an absolute dream.
0: But, but the, I mean, what made it so intense was it wasn't just like a normal reverse. It was because he'd been eliminated, he'd been saved and then killed again, but after doing two and a half hours of the most intense thing you could ever imagine. So it was just, it was so cold-blooded of Blair. I just could not have loved him more. But was
2: also it? he had sort of done, done Blair duty just prior oh. to that. So, you know, so it was And he'd done
0: of, Mary Lambie dirty, yeah. and you don't do that. You don't do that, you know? He's so silent.
1: Is it Jordan who... Was the one who would have been pissing himself at night? Is that who Mary Lambie was Yes, into?
2: yeah. But okay. I think less so about what was on the telly and more so probably about like just waking up and seeing Mary Lambie outside his window.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was not chill about it. When I mean, we obviously it happened chill. like six months ago or, or even longer, and we we cold called her and she gave us ten minutes of outstanding streaming audio. Like she really did mm. just go for it and hold nothing back. Um, she's very, very kind of her because she's been, she's been out there champagning, campaigning, <laughs> prepping Christopher Luxon for the debate. So, you know, it's nice of her to make the time for the little podcast <laughs> that code.
2: Imagine how many <laughs> more votes you would have gone if she had not spent that 10 minutes with us. That's true. Terrifying it time, might have been really. enough
0: to avoid the, um, the coalition of chaos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's Mary yes. Lambie's fault. Naughty ultimately, real fault. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, Jordan's fault. We wouldn't have caught yeah, it. So, you know, right. he's got a lot to answer for. Um, Alex, are you, do you feel like you're ready hmm. to move on to the recap? Is there anything else that you need to cover off? Um, no, I mean, I guess I was just
1: surprised to see that all the comedians were still there and someone hadn't tried to separate them all earlier. That's,
0: let's talk about that. that. That's, that's all. That's all in the. the that's, that's, this episode. That's what all
2: this is about this week. So let's go. Oh God, Steve and Nick realize uh, that everyone's trying to take them out. They're the strong boys. Um, so they're not in an alliance, though.
0: They're not in alliance. Just to be clear. <laughs> And They're not Steve's just annoyed that that it's Steve is really amazing through through this because he's he's incredibly intense about it and and doesn't seem to understand like it's like he's forgotten that it's a game and he thinks this is their life now, yeah, and that people are trying <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> cast them to hell. It's very, it's very strange.
1: But also saying the whole time, like I refuse to play a game. I am not strategizing. I am not aligning with anybody. I am sure, not... I would give my life for Nick, but he's not. He's not. He's not my friend.
0: Well, and also like I didn't. I'm not famous for having played a game. Yeah. For, for like 14 seasons, and that's not the whole reason I'm on earth. Like, gee, that's
2: very funny. i upset Laura because you know she was part of what, I guess, ended up him being in the elimination arena the week before she gets upset. Um, I think Laura's probably cried out most out of all of these of these castaways this season.
0: Most screen crying times. That's true. Yeah, yeah Courtney mm. says she has a, does her crying at night, so off camera, <laughs> but that rude. Also yeah.
2: does her farts at night uh, <laughs> and pretends to be asleep while she's farting.
0: Courtney Yeah, that's
2: good. Man, <laughs> that's so good. Um, but Mel put it Mel puts it into into um into perspective. She's like, it's a fucking game for charity. <laughs> like, yes, it's a game, Steve. It's also for charity. It's all for a good cause. It's okay to make moves. It's fine. Steve is not in an alliance with Nick, by the way. Just I just feel like I still just need to really hammer that they spend all their time together. They talk strategy. They've promised to have each other's back, but it's not what you'd call. And they, they
0: haven't drafted a formal alliance agreement. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't had it witnessed by justice of the peace. So it's just an informal blood bond that they will take to their grave. Normal.
2: This charity challenge is the throwing things down the wire. Um, just a terrible technique from almost everybody. Nick watches the first lot go and says, why are they just not pulling it taut? So it's a straight line that you can just use speed and velocity to get the thing down there. He goes and does that. Steve copies him. Steve actually takes out the win. Now, there are a few people who still haven't won a charity challenge. Steve's won about approximately 65 of them. Probably could have thrown it at this point. No, I just don't think he's got it in him. I
1: liked James's comment where he was like, you know, I'll kind of give it up. Give it up to him. He's won lots of money, but it's a good charity. If it was a shit charity, I'd
2: be fuming. <laughs> I, I feel like that was a little nod to the, uh, the the mythical charity rankings.
1: Definitely begs the question, what is a shit charity? <laughs> Tell oh, us, James. Tell us in confidence.
0: Just get in the dis- Discord and do your top five most rubbish, rubbish charities because there are some absolute stinkers <laughs> out there, really, that have no right to to have the status
2: now there's a really strong storyline that's threading through that we didn't we we sort of we didn't touch on uh, we we mentioned last week that Toria and Courtney had a little secret aside and kind of uh, made a rock solid alliance. Um, we didn't mention the fact that it's it's really it's a Maori Pacifica alliance and mm. that this is something that uh, they want to bring Nick into, um, and so she thinks her weaknesses are puzzles. And they need to get rid of puzzlers. But she also has puzzlers in her original alliance. So it's going to be interesting. Interesting to mm. see how this goes. Um, we have an elimination. Hang on. What was the, the face off?
1: It was the pasta prize. They had to memorise symbols. Arrange things off a
2: pontoon. Oh, it's always a pontoon, isn't it? Yes, the wheel with the keys and the words, and it was yeah. manga. And Nick should have got it. He was miles ahead, but he struggled with the um with the anagram. Yeah, I it he, mm. it's like
0: he hadn't changed the keyboard. He hadn't, hadn't changed, yeah. the, or incorporated today's words. It was like I was
2: thinking in English. Yeah, um, Toria mm. won that. Uh, Steve had this great head start, which was absolutely wasted. Um,
0: he should have known that that was not a Steve competition.
2: And good news, just like Alex Casey and John Lemon next to the lock, uh, Nick and Nick and Steve make it official. The alliance is on. It's officially on that's now. That's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> They're
1: not playing a game though. <laughs> not playing a game. No,
2: no. no, no, no. <laughs> not playing a game. It's a coalition.
1: I did like how, you know, Turia um, knew that it was Monga straight away and that she said when she won, she's like, and that's why everybody should know Tereo Māori. It's just <laughs> like, I love Turia so much. Like, if
2: she ran for Prime Minister. <laughs> I would vote. Big <laughs> <mean, laughs> time, Toria. Honestly, weird things happen this election, you know? Toria. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, she, 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 is, she is exceptional. Um, very, very funny and cool, but also, like, takes very little shit from anyone. She put mm.
2: Stephen Mel up in the elimination arena. Um, Steve's third time, Mel's yeah. second, um,
0: and Mel had already been on the wine, and there was this big controversy, oh, right? Yeah. Where where she said to Mel, "I'm going to put you up," and Mel's like, "No, you're not," and then she said, "No, no, I'm, I'm going to do it," and she said, "No, you're not," and then so Mel was just kept drinking wine, like, and and Mel is upset about it, and I'm like, I actually did feel like that, I sort of understood what both. them like, both both perspectives on it in the sense that Turia did definitively say that.
2: She didn't say she was going to put her up. She said, I, I, these are the people that are possibles. Steve, whoever the other one was, maybe Nick. I think it was Steve and Nick. But also you, Mel, you know, like...
0: Yeah. I mean, and there's no obligation to tell someone. I do, But I do think that, like... Mel did say, "If you're going to put me up, I better stop drinking wine." So tell me if you're going to put me up. And she did. He just didn't say no. Definitely, you should put that glass down. Stop getting on the rantan and start getting into the right headspace because you're going to go up against uh, the big bopper. But what the fuck are you doing? I'm just using words. And um, <laughs> and she didn't say that using those words or any other substitutes, any other lesser <laughs> so substitutes. What a
2: keyboard have you got programmed on at the moment. <laughs>
0: well,
2: and, but rigorous, then so honestly, okay?
0: Mel... Uh,
2: Mel smoked it. She Mel beat the big, beat, beat the big bopper.
0: Yeah, just took him down. Slayed the giant. Do
1: you um, think it's because she's like she was tanked? You know how you like can be superhuman and run for ages when you're drunk. I think yeah, it, yeah there's probably yeah, part of it that actually
0: helped her. Track notoriously, <laughs>
2: she probably didn't get the yips because she was a little bit, a little bit pissed. Yeah. Anyway, it worked out, um, but not for long. Uh, episode two this week. Mel, um, Mel and Toria hug it out. They, because yeah. they have a bit of biffo. Have a they have a bit of biffo after yeah, that. Mm. Thank you. We should
0: basically only use sort of like late eighties, early nineties rugby league terminology <laughs> from now on. Didn't know I knew, knew. any.
2: <laughs> this big bopper, late
0: big, big bopper. The, the big boppers are the forwards in yeah. rugby league. They okay, just,
2: yeah, it makes more sense now. Wow. <laughs> God,
1: I've got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> to,
2: to, uh, use, to use a big bopper um, terminology, puts it in the facet it bucket. It's like you know, <laughs> I'm surprised. I forgive her. It's all, it's all good. Um, Steve's out, of course. He's left a card for Nick. Nick is just absolutely just collecting scrolls and cards and bits and bobs.
0: He does collect the biggest. Bops. So these
1: cards, I have a question. So it's like, are they collecting a set? Is it playing cards? Is that are they getting like? Nah, well, these they are, are playing cards. Here. There's just a lot of <laughs> motifs, you know. Yeah. Like there's the there's western motif. There's the cards. There's the sisters, you know, like there's
2: just... But, the, but it all ties in because the cards appear to be maybe of the sisters. They're like saloon-style yeah, gals. It ties in oh. with the Western. But there's also letters, these these bits of letters that I keep forgetting about, that I keep coming across.
0: I think it's got over-complex, all of the iconography bits, because when they're like reading them out or looking at them, I'm just like, this is boring. Move it along.
2: So it sounds like to me from the letters it might be a different type of treasure hunt. At the, in this finale, where maybe there's three lots of treasure hidden.
0: What? Oh, and so everyone wins. <gasps> like no, oh, no stop keeping the way... score and netball now. D- Sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's
2: New Zealand, can yeah, you just yeah. throw yeah. one of those out? Yeah, yeah. Um, No, if, if maybe it, it, it's kind of that Love Island. Do you take the lover or like, or take all the cash for yourself or split it with your lover type thing? Maybe there's going to be some sort of ethical decision oh. to be made at the end. Of, I don't know because they talk about. In the letter, it alludes to um, one of the sisters deciding she'll keep the money for herself and the other two having to stop her.
0: So maybe there's... Someone's like listening and thinking and not just going, boring. Yeah, boring.
2: I missed that. I was watching it at two times speed and also reading my emails. Anyway, okay, so we have a, um, a charity challenge, which was a water balloon challenge, and Courtney wins it. Uh, Mel's looking for a clue in the camp. Mel's doing the same thing again. Mel and her search for clues, honestly. It's just been a whole thread through this whole thing.
0: I reckon – I've got this theory that Mel is going to be like quite – so I I should say I feel sorry for Mel like every she's the only yeah. person who's not in the line and it feels kind of pointed and I don't like it. Me too. But I also worry that when people watch it back, the the amount of time she they just she just like had a clue and then was like letting everyone else look for it will drive people totally nuts. Uh, she didn't do it. good
2: deals with her clothes. She no. didn't. She really didn't, and, and to the point where. She's obviously looking for a clue. A couple of people, I think it was James. James and Eli? It's definitely Eli. Um, noticed that she's looking. He finds it, but she's stuck a deal. If you find it, then, um, you know, I'll tell you what's in it. Um, and then, so what was it? I can't even it, 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 There was some sort of, she says, don't, el- don't eliminate me. Don't put me up. Something or other. I don't know. Anyway, he basically goes to his comedy crew immediately, tells them, I've got, you know, you have to. We have to get rid of Mal. We have to get rid of Mal because then he gets yeah. to keep the clue. Mm. Um, and they don't know why. They don't know what what it is. They don't know if it's a clue or an advantage. And so I think Eli was a bit sneaky here because he used the loyalty of his team for a personal advantage. Yeah. Because he was, it's not something he could share with them. It's a clue for the final treasure hunt. Uh, so he didn't tell them that. He was just like, we've got to get rid of Mal, and of course. This, this comedy coalition of chaos is extremely strong.
0: Well, can we talk... I just want to talk about the comedy coalition of chaos because I think it's this is the reason why it's my favourite season because it is so transcendently complex that it goes beyond the show. Because you've got, like, the, you've obviously got this very tight bond between Eli and Laura. They are literally best friends. Uh, and you've also got, like... And and then and they're part of this foursome, you know, who are all part of essentially the same um sort of basement-y comedy scene. The thing that makes it really like fascinating to me is that Laura and Eli are much more advanced in their careers than than James and Courtney. And c- comedy exists and I hope I'm not mischaracterizing it, but as a kind of favor system like at the very least you have a huge amount of power over one another's careers. you're constantly putting together whether it's shows or or mm. um, you know you're getting involved in like a, a taskmaster or whatever and you can therefore exert influence over the rising and falling of, of opportunity for one another. now I'm not suggesting that uh, Eli and Laura who seem genuinely like the loveliest people, would deliberately do anything based on the silly charity show that they have been on. But if you were mad at someone based on something that happened on the show that you felt like was duplicitous or underhand, you're probably not going to think that kindly of them. And, like, James explicitly voices this. that's mm. so obviously in the air. And mm. so the fact that there's this kind of show beyond the show that is their real lives and careers <laughs> that just- is, exists outside of Celebrity <laughs> Trish this is crazy interesting.
2: Not just... But it's not just Eli and Laura in isolation because Laura's also married to James Moore, who is Joseph, a, Joseph, Moore. Moore, Joseph Moore, who Joseph Moore, who is also a successful comedian, and they ha- they are part of a wider circle oh, who are t- totally. you know like the top tier as well. So uh, yeah, I mean, a,
0: Eli's a, got like a podcast of the show for for us with Chris Parker, who's one of the, the the most prominent of them. Like, it's the whole thing. Forget
2: is- the TikTokers. This. This is the real drama. Well,
0: and also, like, they, you know, they get funding. They make shows. Like, there's real stakes here. You're
2: quite right because I tell you what, Micah made sure that I never played Rugby League ever again after yeah. my season.
0: And it was crazy because <laughs> you were – I, I thought way. you were ready to break out. Me too. You know, from half back.
2: So th- this show really does have real-life um, real consequences. They're also all – mates.
1: Like, on top of whether any of that career stuff is actually real or anything would happen there, it's still perceived as being real within the show. Like, you know, as you say, James said, I don't want to fuck up fuck up my life outside outside of this. But also they say that, you know, they've played board games together with all of them. And, you know, that's about one of the most intimate things a pe- person can do with another person.
3: <laughs> I <think> the most.
1: <laughs> so I feel like as well as the career stuff, like it's almost like if, say, a Podcast trio did a reality show, you know, and there would just be this endless like you know who's gonna who's gonna run away to a meeting
2: we can't do it <laughs> we we just could never do it based on on what we're seeing unfolding but, here because they've come to a point now where they they have to they have to put each other up
0: well i mean that's that's basically what's made this season super compelling, right like other seasons there have been comedians cast, but they don't, haven't necessarily been from the same scene been been as close. This is probably the of of the groups of comedians we've had on the show. They have lasted the longest, and they've been the closest. And now the rubber is meeting the road, and you can see James like truly wrestling with, like I know that these two are going to try and kill me as soon as they can, even though we're in an alliance. And but also, if I if I'm seen to be the one who kills them, um, then that will. Plausibly have professional consequences and I don't think he's lying there I don't think it's just, just jokes Or they'll necessarily get over it I just, Humans are weird like that Even funny ones The
2: terrifying thing as well Is when you put these two In an elimination arena together One of them's coming back Like you're dealing with the consequences yeah. Immediately afterwards No matter what You know They might not be You know The comedian to the power of comedian best Besties Because uh, one of them's taken leave from the island But you know
0: that's true. If Laura's and, 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 coming back
2: and she's pissed. You can hear about but it.
0: It breaks beautifully for for the insurgents um, in, in ways we sh- we can discuss when we get to it. Um, shall we talk about the yeah? we've got, So there's the endurance challenge. There's
2: the endurance challenge, which is
0: amazing. And also, sorry, I'm, I'm dominating now. No, no, I just, no, I found no. Please this, like, go ahead. So, I found this so interesting. I also like. I thought it was real lol that Nick looked at the challenge and then sat Eli out. Which is just the wrong way to think about that kind of a challenge. That is not a, a challenge for big bulky man. That's where big big bulky man is a big problem. And you should have looked at James and Tudia and gone, they're going to be there at the end. And if I want to win, it's one of those that I should be eliminating. Whereas Eli wanted to do it because look, elimination challenges look really fun, but there's no way that anyone. But those two was going to go. It was real cool to see James, a very slender man, mm. take out um, mm. one of the physical challenges. They
1: also looked great when they were like leaning forward. You know, it was a beautiful, it was a powerful scene. It also evoked, you know, that statue on the Wellington Waterfront, the yes. like, Iron One <laughs> of the Men. It was exactly that.
0: <laughs> oh, they'll be building a James Masterpiece statue down in, in Wanaka for sure. Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> the other thing about this face-off, and and. Um, to your point, Duncan, is not just, you, you actually want to wear people out as well. Like, Nick should have gone, I'm going to wear Eli out, because if I end up in the elimination arena with him tonight. That's
0: true. He mentioned how, um you know, like, how much he sort of suffered late, later on that day.
2: Yeah, jelly arms.
0: So they go from there, um, Turia basically sacrifices for, for the win, Um, sort of trade trades it off. Uh, they go and have
1: it was like a platter. It was
0: yeah. It was like
2: salami, salami scroll, yeah. you know. Uh, and then Toria suggests Laura and Eli. This is um, she's freaking out about how close they are. This is Where, where James is thinks it's logic. We're worried about the outside world, as you say. Um, Toria's decided that honesty is no longer the best policy. Great, great time to realize that. And uh, this is where James gets another page from the story. That's what the scroll was. I completely forgot that whole story thing existed.
1: So is that like, is that those letters, what's the world around it? Is it written by, is it a journalist? <laughs> is it a journalist of the time reporting on the crime of the sisters? Yeah, kind is of. It, it all diary? Like a,
2: it's like a lore, I think, like the lore of these three sisters and what happened to the treasure, you know? I just did a, okay. I did a pirate voice there. Which is inappropriate, well, not, it's inappropriate. Not, not, it's not a pirate not story. full
0: pirate, but it was sort of pirate adjacent or yeah. nodding at piracy.
2: Okay. <laughs> Thanks. It was just lengthy. It was very lengthy, you know. But it reminded me Those a little bit of, of the Jesse Chuk, uh one where they had the traitor, the book with the traitor and all that kind of thing. It was it's a similar vibe to that. My season, kept it simple, stupid, yep. get some rocks, slow some people down. That's it, you know? It was
1: actually so cool. Sorry to go back to the past, but that the traitor in the original from the first episode was already seated as Jesse Chook. He just didn't know it. Like, that is actually pretty brilliant. It's pretty. It was like
2: The monolith was great. My, ha-
1: my hat is off, you
2: know? <laughs> <laughs> well, pop it back on because we have an elimination and you all know we have to wear a hat at an elimination. It's Nick and Mel uh, up against each other throwing balls, rolling balls down tiles to a hoop. Uh, wins being an absolute nightmare as per, once again, Nick with his un- good understanding of physics, I've got to yeah. say, this guy first with the little throw the things down the wire and now this time he's like, you got to use speed. Don't yeah. give it a chance to like off." Of course, he wins it. And Mel, got- Mel sent packing.
0: Um, yeah, but she 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 sort of, she ran him close. She gave him a good nudge. It was 2-2. Two yep. two, like yep. the, the game was there for her. I mean, she... she Defeated Steve, who really had at, at various times you're like this guy just can't be stopped. Yeah, and um, and did it without any alliance whatsoever, and just just a good, vibey person, and also seemingly like I enjoyed the sort of semi uh, unhinged kind of like oh, I see you, I'll remember this, <laughs> like you know, take this. Uh, take this to my graviness of the the whole thing. It was great.
1: I will say I was excited. I was excited to tune back in after four weeks and see her still there. You know, that was like a thrill to me because she went up for elimination of week one and it's not often that people – and she'd been up multiple times, right, over the Mm. last few weeks that people just hang in there – so, yeah, I was real stoked to see her and sad to see
0: her go because I think she's really
2: cool. I think both Steve and Mel, their days were numbered. Like, they just, it was inevitable they were going to go based well, on the kind of the coalitions that were forming.
0: That's the thing, right? Like, you know, you had the sort of mighty-pacific coalition, the, co- the comedian co- coalition, and and, and it, all, it unavoidably does become, like, the young people against the old <laughs> people, which is just <laughs> kind of horrible. Um, even though Mel's probably like half my age, but um, they're, 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 it, it it just it is kind of it just gets uncomfortable when the same person keeps getting put up, and then they just have to go back to the living yeah. in the same house and mm. pretending like everything's mm. fine. It gets a bit sad. Mm. Uh,
2: we start episode three of the week with um, a real proper BFF reunion between Laura and Eli. Even though they've been living in the same quarters for a wee bit now, this is where they can feel. Free to express their love and commitment and devotion to each other, we find out, you know, Eli was the the best man at Laura's wedding. But her best man? Yeah, she was like he was like her best man? Mm. Breaking with tradition, you know. Uh, and that, that,
0: that, that, the, the, Eli's last serious
2: oh Eli's last kiss? serious
0: kiss? lady kiss
2: lady kiss was with Laura. Um, so you know they've got a lot of history, lot mm. a lot of history. Great edit though. Great as well. edit. Daydreaming about their Women's Day article. Um Nick, James and Toria have a secret meeting. All bets are off. They need to break up this best friendship, uh, not before doing a little charity challenge where they stick their hands in some grimy things first. Uh, and Toria wins. she's just winning so many things. she's just and even the things she's not winning she should have won, but she gave to James, you know. Um, Nick gets a slowdown another one of these slowdown cards. I think that was one that Steve left behind. Mel leaves a scroll. Oh, no, it's Mel's scroll. I don't know. He's just got all the things. Yeah. He's got all he the things. He has so many things. Do you like if if Nick does get eliminated
1: and you donate your scrolls, can you split them up? Like can I think you so. be like mean girls break People up don't crown people type don't
0: thing? people don't seem to do that though. And I think it'd be more fun to feel like you were blessing and anointing a particular person.
2: Yeah, because giving it to everyone is just a bit boring. Yeah. You, you want to give someone a proper it's just advantage. So much,
1: it's so much to give one person. Just from like purely an admin point of view to hold all that paper
2: and file Well, it, I suppose oh. that's
0: true. But it's sort of like, you know how you found that piece of Jesus's cross um, yeah, on your travels, did. you know, like. Yeah, It's a bit like that.
2: He's, he wants to know, it, would you break it up? Would you break it into two and give one to each of me and Duncan yeah, or, or who would you give it to?
1: Well, it was sort of like behind glass. But just if you had it, who would you give it
2: to out of the two of us? I'm
1: not allowed to break it
0: up. No. no. Who wants it the most? You, you you pitch me, you see? No, I <laughs> turned around. out. <laughs> All right, we'll do that off, we'll do that off mic. It's-
2: and if there's no podcast next week, you know why, okay? You're not <laughs> wet bad.
0: <laughs> so...
2: Nick and Toria and James tell Courtney their plan. Courtney is acting like she's in on it, but in her head she's like, I don't know, which I feel like is a tell of something.
0: Well, it's also, like, smart. It's just being smart. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll agree... But they're at that stage of the game now where you start to have to break your alliances and, and go back on your word all the time. And the one time she, she doesn't is at the end of this episode when, you know, James did help her. That does sort of sort of get an implied immunity, yeah. I yeah. think. That was smart Absolutely.
2: her. So this is the mud puzzle Question. challenge. Yes. Sorry. No. Question. Yes. Is Courtney in a very powerful position? Because she seems to be aligned with everybody.
0: She's literally aligned with everyone. Yes, she yeah. is. Yes,
2: yeah, she is. Yeah, because there's two alliances. Okay. And Tori is aligned with everyone as well. But is
0: she in the comedians? Yes,
2: oh, yeah, she is. Yeah. Both Toria and Courtney are aligned on several planes. Mm. But also, it seems like Eli and Laura trust there's like a separate thing where they like they trust Courtney more than they trust James. Yep. So she's really mm. she is really in probably the strongest position. Plus she wins this face off, which is the mud puzzle prize letters from home thing.
0: So I don't I don't like I'm, a James a, I'm with James in that situation. Just too yucky.
2: Um, this looked, I don't even understand how this worked. Was the puzzle, was the entire ground yeah. underneath puzzle? or They had to see the bits then. Oh, no, thank you. Just it's hard. Again, I just
1: want, where does the mud, where does the mud come from? You know, like, there's just, there's bound to be some
2: poo in there.
0: Oh, and never, I mean, it's probably all poo.
2: It's probably their poo, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: Uh, I mean the budgets these days, you know, in the media.
2: <laughs> Nick gets close several times, got a few pieces upside down, doesn't think about the orientation top bottom, you know, like a bird's head and a bird's bum. They all look the same. Uh and he doesn't win. Uh James and Courtney take it out and Courtney gets her letters from home. The letters from home look like someone put their greasy bits of pizza on them. They were in these envelopes that had oh, just gone all translucent. It's so it's
1: it's primary school, you're doing a history thing and you like soak it in tea and burn the edges but you've also printed on also it, printed so it's like it. mixed medium, it's, it's like steampunk, you know, yeah. it's like
2: printed photograph but then also like singed edges, what era is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got some lovely letters for Courtney from her mum and dad and her son, made me cry Really we a, cute We had a peddler's auction, Eli buys a cake which is just extreme Bruce Brog trotter energy and then <laughs> <laughs> um, Eli and James win a scroll, which is for charity. At that point, you're going, oh, oh, that's honestly the best thing I could have hoped for. I really am just so glad to get some money for my charity, and I definitely didn't want an advantage scroll or some sort of clue at this point. So, yay, you know, that's what they're thinking. Um, James also buys a laundry bag. Well, well, not just the bag—a bag that you put your laundry in, they take it away, and and get get some laundry mm, done. That's
1: right. I was impressed, actually. Just to circle back to the start of the first episode, that with Eli's sock tree, I thought that was very clear. By the way, who's drying his socks on the end of that tree? I thought it made for a beautiful um, a beautiful scene.
2: It's not the first time things have been hung on a tree to dry, but appreciate that, that, Alex. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) No, no, I didn't mean it to be mean. I just like the number of times things are hanging on trees at my house, you know. It's not got your fancy Christchurch, uh, what do you call it? Clotheslines.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just letting you get yourself out of this.
0: The the big prize, (laughs) the big prize uh, that goes for a 34 smack is rightly so is a double immunity for that night's challenge, which sets up, which it just works so beautifully. Because I, I basically, I think that we've got the makings of an absolutely sensational final week. Yeah. But it, it only really worked if you could break up Eli and Laura. And Courtney, because of the the, the uh, sort of implied immunity for Jane's and the real immunity for Turia and Nick, Basically, had no choice but to, to knife her friends and had plausible deniability on whether she, why she was doing it, and whether she was going to do it. Which Didn't
2: stop Eli and Laura trying to get her to put James in.
0: Well, you got it. Oh, you got to try. You got to try, and you got to make it James. But they, you know,
2: they said James has broken the Sag Alliance, mm. so you, you know you can put him up and not feel bad about that. Um, and Eli also offered his endgame scroll. In front of everyone, sorry, the, the the um you know the clue that he'd got that was rightfully Mel's. He offered that to Courtney to not put him up in front of everyone in the arena, and she still went ahead and put him oh. up, which was. Is-
0: I mean he was trying, it was, he was battling amazing. battling to the end,
2: yeah, they're so dangerous. I just can't believe this hasn't
1: happened sooner. That was the main thing. I was like, Eli and Laura are still here yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah like it's crazy I, that this hasn't come up, but maybe because there were so many other things. Uh, yeah, though. they
2: were on separate teams though for a while and I do wonder if they uh, played down how close they were. there would I be people so. like James and Courtney who probably knew, but they were in with them at that point, so it wasn't in the interest to kind of tell everyone how well, close they were
0: yeah Nick Nick came out and like. Said you know I had no idea that that they were this close. I think that is something that sort of emerged as the uh, as the group got smaller. You know, not everyone's paying as close attention to the sort of vagaries of the Auckland comedy scene as us. Um, you know, fools.
2: The elimination uh, was some sort of balance uh, balance scales uh build, a, build that three
0: build a card build
2: a card tower. Have some sandbag and I
0: great th- great work from Laura. Like just really smart. Just like. I've got a rock solid one layer (laughs) and I don't think you can build anything in this wind. And she was right.
2: Yeah, she was right and she won. And now it gets real interesting because we've got one week left.
0: Yeah, and there's a straight through to the final prize. There's a straight that? through to
2: the final. So we're top five, are we now? Yeah. And there's a so so normally at this point with six they go into dub they go into teams. A few of them would have been thinking about that and had to change their strategy completely. Because now there's gonna be a yeah
0: when you say a few of them you mean one of them.
2: James, yep. James must pick the one show, who's watched the show. Inside out. That's it, really? Alex, welcome back. Welcome back.
0: And congratulations. Thanks. Congratulations.
1: So I'll watch, I promise I'll watch the final week properly and say better things than I like <laughs> the sock tree. I actually think you did, remar- <laughs> oh my
2: God. I think you did remarkably well. You did remarkably well considering you've only watched two weeks of this and one of them was at double speed.
1: Just
2: thank you to Vimeo. Yeah, no, you've done great. And got married and saw all the people. You have brought a lot of content to the pod this week.
0: Yeah, the the, the celebrity sightings and the marriage, outstanding,
2: outstanding. <laughs> the,
0: the, the, I, I disagree with Jane about you doing well with the recapping of the podcast of the show. But you know, you will be yeah. better next week. Next you know, week, next you're back week. in the sheds. I got time. You got an earful got from one time. of the big boppers. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, now just go get on the rantan and um, uh, and we'll <laughs> have a mad Monday. And we'll, uh, <laughs> oh my God <laughs> We'll see you We'll see you on the paddock <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ Alright that was our podcast this week Bye everyone Bye.
2: From the Spin-Off Podcast Network You've been listening to The Real Pod Hosted by me, Jane Yee Along with Alex Casey And most of the time Duncan Greve. Our producers are Tihi Butler and Samuel Robinson Thanks for listening
0: Kia ora e te iwi te Butler here Podcast Manager at The Spin-Off